welcome to episode 8 of the Pixel Swim Podcast. As always, my name is Steve Heiner. Today is March 15th, 2018. And episode 8, 008. I realized last time I didn't take advantage of the fact that it was 007. Um, I know it's kind of weird that I add those extra two zeros at the beginning in the the podcast feed, but I just, I like what they call number padding. So it just, you know, if I ever get to, epi- when I, if I ever get to episode 999, I'll, maybe I'll just retire the podcast, but uh, I just like to, <laughs> I like the number padding and the, and all that, but either way, 008, and like I said, it didn't take advantage of the 007 episode. I don't know what that would have entailed, but all right, I'm rambling. Anyway, I'm kind of going off the cuff this week. It uh, was been a busy week, and I didn't make a ton of notes, so I'm just going to kind of go over things that that I've done this week and, and stuff like that. So let's start with the fact that I was in contact with Ted Salmon this week. If uh, you don't know Ted Salmon, he is one of the hosts on the Phone Show Chat podcast over in the UK. I uh, listened to that podcast quite religiously. But anyway, they have their Google Plus community and he had posted on there about chopping up his bug droid TPU case to make a bumper case for his Moto Z2 Play. And because he was getting desperate because there was no good bumper case that he could find that also allowed for moto mods, the all of his moto mods to be attached to the back of it. So he got desperate and started chopping TPU and and I saw it on there and he had mentioned in the post that he saw that Verizon offered a bumper case that supposedly would also allow for moto mods to be easily added and removed which if you don't know moto mods it's basically just you know different modules that magnetically clip onto the back of the phone so this case would allow for him to continue to do that plus offer protection for the edges so he i guess he reached out to Mo, uh motorola <laughs> verizon and they basically said no we won't ship one over to the uk you know, U.S. only or whatever, whoever Verizon still, whoever Verizon ships to. So I figured, hey, I'm over here in the U.S. and I found it on their website. So I ordered one up for Ted and, and offered to just order, pay for it and ship it over to him in the U.K., you know, as a donation to PSC because I don't do the pint of beer uh, donation. So I figured... I'm calling it the Casey Gear <laughs> donation, but anyway, uh, so that was I received that on I think Wednesday or Tuesday. No, it's Tuesday. I received that, and as soon as I got it, took a you know quick gander at it, packed it up, and shipped it over to Ted. So in the next couple of weeks, he should be seeing that for review. And I did notice that he also purchased another bumper case that kind of offers the same thing of being able to use the moto mods on the back so and and it looks eerily similar (laughs) to this verizon one so we'll see we'll see if it's the same or not but i really hope it works out for him if it doesn't that's okay you know it's just i'm happy to to send it over and so ted can you know not so he can sleep at night knowing that the whether or not this case was the solution to his moto z2 play problem so I'm rooting for you, Ted. Uh, That's assuming you're even listening to this. I'm not sure why I'm shouting out to you, but I hope you are. But that would be cool. Anyway, I was happy to do it. So let's see. What else did we do this week? I actually 
moved all of my passwords into KeyPass, which is a cross-platform secure database. So if you are a follower of All About Windows Phone, you know that Steve Litchfield has used this for years. So he's got tons of encrypted information that he keeps in KeePass. And so basically, I didn't really know how it worked. And I was looking for a solution to back up all my passwords because I never really have committed to one. I've used apps in the past. Uh, I think last... I think it's LastPass was the last one that I used. I believe that it was that was the name of it. But I've used things in the past. Our company has used RoboForm at one point. And just none of these programs have really been good. So for years now, I haven't really used anything, which is, you know, obviously not secure. So I decided to look into KeePass because, you know, Steve Litchfield had recommended. So I thought I would try it out. So I downloaded, you know, looked into it, kind of read a bit about how it works. And it's really simple. And I thought, you know, let's let's give it a go. You know, I didn't have a ton of passwords to put in there. So I thought, let's just try it out. So basically, you download a, an independent application for your platform. So I have Windows. Uh, that's where I started with this. So I downloaded the application for Windows. And then it basically you load in your encrypted database or you start you build your encrypted database. And then you save that database somewhere, which I've keep it on my a synced OneDrive folder on my on my laptop here. Uh, so I just keep it there. So every time I save something, it syncs it right right to OneDrive. So basically, I built up the database, not not a ton of them of passwords or anything like that. But you set one master password to access the database. So say you're on your phone, you find a key pass application which i did can't remember the name of it but i found one on windows phone and so essentially all the app is doing is saying where's the database and then you it if it's a good app it'll let you point to the onedrive uh, folder that where it's stored and then you it loads it in and and you just type in your master password and you're into your your database. So the one thing about the app on Windows Phone is I don't think that it actually syncs back up to OneDrive. I think it just downloads from OneDrive. So adding new entries on the phone isn't necessarily an option unless you... I haven't gone this far yet, but unless you add, an, add a new entry or a new password and then save it back to OneDrive manually. So that's, you know, that's the one thing that I'm, uh, it's not a big deal. It really isn't because I don't foresee myself. I, I kind of want to keep manage it on my PC anyway. So, and the thing is about KeePass that I notice is there's a lot of applications and a lot of developers who've created a tool for this. So there, I installed a, a Chrome extension here. Let me pull it up here so I can tell you the name of it. And it is called KeePass Tusk. And it's a Chrome extension that you can load your database into that's stored on OneDrive. And basically, when you go to uh, one of your stored password websites, you can actually use the uh, this extension, which is an icon in your toolbar, to load the password into. I mean, obviously you have to put in your 
your master password when you first open the the extension and then it makes available all of your passwords and then you can use them online which is great you know there's a lot of i like the flexibility of it i'm really liking it so far and i you know <laughs> the one thing that i did do was i created a new i i came up with a new random master password for the database that i've been you know making sure that i memorize so you KeyPass, it's it's been really great to use. So I definitely suggest it. And if you're looking for more information, go on All About Windows Phone, type in KeyPass, K-E-E-P-A-S-S. It's all one word, and you'll find a litany of, of articles that Steve's written about it. And I definitely suggest checking it out if you're looking for a password manager. That's, a, you know, that and you can also keep it's it's a it's a database uh, like an encrypted database manager basically but passwords are I, I feel like passwords are kind of at the heart of it so yeah check that out and I definitely I can recommend it I, you know I've only been using it for about five days so we'll see in another five days but I mean so far the thing is is that the the logic behind it is very simple and and there's just an, it's just an encrypted database your application loads it asks for the master password and then you're into all of your encrypted stuff. So I've actually put in some of my software, like when I, because I recently ordered some add-ons for Excel, Microsoft, or yeah, Microsoft Office, Excel, whatever you want to call it. And I bought that software and, you know, it comes with the license key, you know, they send you an email. So I down, so I save the email as a PDF. I save the license key, all of that into my KeyPass database. So it's really flexible. It's really great. So check it out. It's it's really great. I'll put a link in the show notes to their website. You know, when I first started looking at it, I was it, you, you look at the software and it looks a little bit outdated. But the thing is, is it's up to date and, and it's I think it's on version 2.0 now. So it has extra encryption and all that. It's extra secure. So I definitely suggest maybe creating a random password. Uh, as the master database uh, password password <laughs> I just I've said password about 50 times now so anyway uh, but I there's also I'm going to put a link to I believe here let me pull it up to you just so I can let you know what it is it essentially it's a random password generator and you can create you can give it some variables to kind of create a random password you can okay here it is it's offered by Norton Security uh, which is a Symantec company so it's a simple password generator and you can you can create uh, you know a character length which you can include letters mixed case include numbers include punctuation no similar characters and then you can also cr uh, come up with different quantities of passwords so if you want to create a bunch of different random passwords but I guess in, I think in KeyPass you can actually generate passwords too. So there's always that. But this will to me this is how I created the master password because I don't know that you can create or generate a random password for the master password. But either way, I'll put a link to that. I use it all the time uh, when I sign up for new websites and stuff like that for work, or it basically just creates a more secure password. So. Uh, yeah, link in the show notes for that. But yeah, KeyPass is, it's been good so far. So I'll try and report back in the future. Another thing I wanted to report on this week was that I got my wife's LG Q6 that I said I had ordered for her in. So 
with the Incipio case and screen protectors. So she's all set up and ready to go on that phone. But it is a great little phone. Uh, if you're into budget devices, it's certainly a, a great option. If you like the LG G6, <laughs> it's definitely just a smaller version of that. I can't, I mean, it, it looks basically the same as the, the G6. Uh, I mean, obviously, when you flip the phone over, it's a little different, but the screen is is really nice, and the software is really great on it, and it's a great budget device. So it's working, uh, so far, it's been an adjustment for her for coming from the Moto G third generation, but, you know, it's overall, I've been happy with it. So I actually was, it tickled my, my budget phone fancy so much so that I actually found a, a good deal on one on eBay and then I was a little hesitant and then eBay sent, I noticed they've been doing this more and more uh, since around Christmas time, they sent had a 20% off coupon over $75. So I jumped on that and saved about a third extra $30. So I have an LG Q6 coming my way too. It's a, it's a really nice little device. So the speaker is not super great on it, but you know what? It's loud. And, and the other thing that I noticed too on it was that the earpiece on it is loud too, which is something that I'm finding is kind of rare on budget devices where the earpiece is actually decent for phone calls. You know, uh, the, I've noticed on the Moto E4 Plus that the amount of sound that comes out is not really that great. So it, it's actually a little bit difficult to hear if even if the the surroundings get just a little bit loud. So and then the speakerphone's not super loud on the, the Moto E4 Plus either. And, and a lot of the other budget phones that I've tried, uh, there's a similar issue. So this definitely does not have that. It's it's almost like a speakerphone when you put it on full blast, the earpiece. So I think that's a really, really great consideration that LG took there so but actually speaking of phones then this week so yeah I'll have that come in I'll report back on mine um I I'm looking definitely looking forward to it I actually got in, uh, two Incipio cases that came in today for it so I couldn't help myself I found one of the Incipio cases for eight dollars on eBay so I just had to add that one on too but anyway um yeah so I don't know if you follow me on Twitter or not but I did post today that because I actually had to go into work today, so I don't go in very often. I work at home, and I decided to put my SIM in my Windows phone and go out into the treacherous world and just with my Windows phone. So, the and I think I mentioned on Twitter, but the first thing I did was check the traffic on Google Maps through the Edge browser, um, which is you know, because I didn't trust the, the maps on Windows Phone quite yet. You know, I hadn't been back in the Windows Phone world for very long. So I managed to have a really good day with it, though. It, it held up. You know, I, I listened to audiobook in the car through it and and just there, I didn't run into any slowdowns. It was just, you know, I, I really loved using Windows Phone uh, when they were more highly supported. But, you know, honestly, the, the apps that I use most are there. So I really enjoyed it. And, and I you know, it's going to be difficult to take my SIM out of it. It's the Idle 4S. And it's it's been a joy. It was a joy to use today, really, honestly. And the screen on it, compared to the Lumia 950 that I have, too, is just... It's honestly night and day. The The color reproduction on the Idle 4S is really good. So it's it's definitely a lot more saturated and, and sharp. And 
you know, don't get me wrong, the Lumi 950 is still a great device, but the Idol 4S, if you're looking for an upgrade, and, and I noticed that this week the price went down over in Europe for the Idol 4 Pro, and here in the U.S. it's still down pretty low, so... I I would pick one up. I mean, it's 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 a good deal and it's just a nice piece of kit, you know. <laughs> to they might say to to have on hand if you're a Windows Phone fan. So don't hesitate on that if you're waiting to see, you know, for a Surface Phone or something like that. This is the uh, definitely a good device to have in between. So yeah, I made it through the day. Thank thank you, Lord, <laughs> for that. So uh, yeah, Windows Phone still still works to in today's world so and the battery life was actually really good on the idle 4s so i was that's probably the most surprising thing is is that i got home you know after traveling after using bluetooth all day and texting all day and you know some a little bit of emailing that i was only you know down 40 percent, which isn't bad considering how much i traveled and used it today so oh and another thing in the Windows mobile, 10 mobile phone, whatever universes that I actually finally contacted the developer of the Realarm app. And boy, did he live up to the, the, I don't know if it's hype, but he lived up to the fact that he responded right away and, and went over and actually read the issue that I was having. Cause I don't know if you remember that uh, it solved the issue of having notifications because I was trying to kind of comparing it to the Android or the Google clock app on Android and the fact that there was no notifications on the stock app on Windows Phone. So the Realarm app actually addressed, offers a lot of notifications for that. But the other thing that I was having was that when you hit the snooze button, the default app on Windows Phone will go from the time you hit the snooze button. So you hit it at 8.02, the snooze, next snooze goes off at 8.12. So either, anyway, I, I laid this out to the developer, you know, very clear, and he responded and said, hey, you know, that's actually a really interesting idea, but here's scenarios where it doesn't, where the logic breaks, you know, for certain users. So emailing back with a really lengthy and, and good explanation of why it's probably not a good idea to put that functionality in there, but also saying that he's going to take a look at the Android app and see how they handle that that logic and and you know see if it's a possibility. So a uh, heck of a developer for the Realarm app. Uh, I'm not going to say his last name right, but his first name is Victor. And definitely check out the Realarm app. And if you can, you know, pay to to get rid of the ads. It's I've been I use that app quite a bit on the phone, so it's it's a really great alarm app, and it's definitely been worth the price of admission. So, okay, so to wrap things up, I actually don't have a Pixel Bin bargain of the week this week. I didn't want to kind of you know half-ass it and just throw anything out there. So I'm sorry if you're upset about that. I can't imagine that I've actually generated many sales via those those suggestions. So. Uh, if you're upset, let me know if you're actually let me know if you've actually purchased anything from uh, any of the pixel bin bargains of the week, because I'm not 100 percent sure if I should keep going with it. So I don't know if anybody's interested in that sort of thing. So just let me know. But either way, I just yeah, I just want to wrap things up this week. I'm coming up on 
I'm a couple episodes away from 10 episodes, so that's kind of interesting and cool. I'm thinking that maybe in the, you know, for episode 10, I can try to figure out how I can get some sort of, you know, guest or somebody else on the show that, you know, so it's not just me rambling on about all these random things that are happening to me. So I think it'd be kind of interesting to have a conversation and yeah, let's hope I can, you know, in the next two weeks, figure out how to set that up. And I actually, there's a website called Zencaster that offers a kind of a multi-session recording in one thing, and it sends you the MP3 files, and you just, everything gets combined together. So maybe if I can figure out how to use that, or if, how much that costs, or whatever, but yeah, I would like to. I can't guarantee anything because I don't, you know, I don't know who I would invite on or anything like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and shoot for that for the 10th show because I didn't think I would make it that far <laughs> this quickly. So thanks for tuning in this week. Again, go to pixelswim.com for all the social links and stuff like that. And I appreciate it as always. And any feedback is always good. And Thank you to everybody who's been listening so far and just have a great night or week or or sunrise or sunset or whatever time it is when you're listening to this. So thanks again and Godspeed.